This episode is sponsored by Bear Vixen, an adult toy company with all the works. The most popular item that you can find on bearvixen.com is the rose and the lacy baby short set. This comes in multiple sexy colors. The rose is a clitoral suction toy with seven speeds. It's adorable, it's pocket-sized, it's discreet, but it can give some really, really, really powerful orgasms. This toy is incredible for solo play or couple play. I definitely wish that I would have used this by myself before I let Alex see my soul ascend from my body through my eyes, but I'll let him tell you about it. Hey y'all, this is Mr. Black here with the Queen X Podcast and have I got a product for you. Well, actually, I don't got it, but Bear Vixen does and y'all need to holler at him, okay? If y'all ain't got with Bear Vixen and got this rose, alright, you missing out, alright? You behind the times. It's 2020, about to be 2021 and it's time to get with the future. And this rose that Bear Vixen got, Listen, fellas, this is the future. It's a game changer. First time, let me tell you something, fellas. The first time you get it on that right spot and that thing gets pulsating and doing what it does, oh, man, you, you will see a look in your girl's eyes that you had never seen before okay it's like she didn't travel to another plane of existence i don't know what this look was but it was otherworldly it's perfect for a gentleman it's perfect if you didn't have a long day at work you're tired but this woman just keep messing with you just go ahead and grab this thing you could sit there eat doritos and watch football and give her the time of her life i'm trying to tell you it is a game changer to say the least it's small it's very comfortable fits in the palm of your hand the design of it was very nice this rose right here from bear vixen is the gift that keeps on giving and that's it for mr black out of back i also received an incredibly comfortable and sexy white onesie called show and tell you can shop with Bear Vixen at www.bearvixen.com. And don't forget to use your promo code QueenX20 for 20% off of your entire purchase. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, Royal Tribe. Welcome back to the Queen X podcast. The podcast where we discuss ways to live a life with an ash-free mindset. I, of course, am your divine feminine guide for this journey, Autumn Black, and today we're tapping into a conversation with artist Paris Jane all about vulnerability. One of the characteristics of the divine feminine is the strength of our vulnerability, our ability to put it all out there with faith and confidence, to risk it all for peace, understanding, love, and the desire to nurture one another. Paris is a Jane of all trades with a brand new soul snatching EP out called Make Believe. I love, love, love this album, guys. So who better to talk to about putting your heart, soul, and talent all on the table than her? Stick around for the end of the episode. Stick around for the end of the episode, guys, where I will be announcing a super dope giveaway. In the meantime, meet Paris Jane. 
Okay, so I'm sitting here with the lovely Paris Jane, the super talented mega <laughs> superstar, my fave, Paris Jane. Welcome to the Queen X Podcast. Well, thank you, Autumn. You're like one of my faves. <laughs> so it's nothing but love and good energy up in here. Yes. Always. So Paris, you, me and you actually, first of all, go ahead and tell our audience, there are some people that are listening that are not from Wichita, so yes. tell them exactly who you are and what you cool. do. So my name is Paris Jane, um, or Paris Cunningham, or my long name, Paris Jane Nicole Cunningham, is <laughs> on Facebook. All of those. Yes. Um, and I am an, a musician. I am a visual artist, I paint and I do digital work. I am a curator currently at the Kansas African American Museum. Um, I also am a podcaster myself. I do a storytelling podcast called Beyond Wichita. And yeah, I, I do so much. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to talent, and on top of all of that, guys, she is a black woman. Yes, yes, yes. Oh Add God. that on there. Add that to the pile. So Paris is multi-talented. You do all kinds of things, as we just heard. I mean, but the way that I very first learned about you, I think, was through your art, through painting. Yes. But it could have also been singing at Arpaolo. This all kind of happened around the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I kind of, um, so I'm from Wichita. Um, was born and raised here, stayed here until I left for college, and then I moved to Prairie View, Texas. Mm -hmm. I went to Prairie View Annan University, and I love that place so much. <laughs> um, but I left there, um, went a couple of different places, and came back to Wichita because I wanted to explore all of my creativity and really just kind of like rest from being in an intensive schoolwork environment mm -hmm. um, kind of an academic environment and I wanted to explore like my music I wanted to explore my art like those were the things that got me through when I was in places that I didn't want to be or that were difficult for me so as soon like you said I think when I got back I came back in March of 2018 and um, I pretty much was like where can I sing and where can I show my art <laughs> where where can I do these things so I was just like putting myself in a bunch of different places so I don't know which one. I think I actually met. I saw you at the first Arpaolo that I was that I went to. It mm -hmm. was like in August of 2018, and then I met you through. I want to say Anthony Joyner, maybe. Mm -hmm, I think so. Yes, for my art, like actually formally met you. So yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a, a journey. <laughs> I did a um, podcast recording with you and Rachel and um, Dominique. Yep. Yes, and we still haven't put it out. It was such a good... But that was a good conversation. <laughs> it was such a good conversation. It was. That was a lot of good girl chat. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. I love... I just love conversations like that with people, especially mm -hmm. black women, because we're so unique in the way that we experience any place that we're at from different facets. And we have to try to cultivate a confidence within ourselves that's not based in how other people see us because yes. there's almost always gonna be at least one person that doesn't see us favorably. Mm -hmm. So so that, may, that brings me to my question about your art. All the different forms of art that you do, what does what does each each form of art represent for you? Oh, that 
That's such a beautiful question. <laughs> um, oh man. I think that each form of art, I think one of the best ways I could put it, I was having a conversation with somebody I really trust um, earlier this week or last week, earlier this week. And um, they were kind of explaining to me, they were like, well, when are we gonna get to hear you sing something again? And I was like, oh, soon, I don't know, you know, we'll see. And they were saying, it seems like music for me is a release. I was like, that was an epiphany. So music for me is like a release. It's like everything that I have been overthinking about or like processing in my heart and in my mind. It's like all of that comes together and fuses and is released. Mm -hmm. And I can just, you know, move about. Mm -hmm. Um, And art for me is more so of like a, well, visual art is kind of like commentary on life. Okay. So it's kind of like if I were like a, photojournalist or something my artwork is basically how I see like the world around me Mm -hmm. so it's like commentary on that and then podcasting for me is just a way one of the like the words that I live by um is connection I think that connection is so important if you're not able to connect to people you can start to feel convoluted and lost and so I like to allow other people to share their stories because I feel like everybody should have a place or a point that they can connect with somebody at and especially here in Wichita mm-hmm. um if if people listening are not from Wichita Wichita is like a small big city like we have oh gosh how many people here like 400,000 something like that mm-hmm. and there's <laughs> there's so many of us but oftentimes you don't get to know the people that live around you in Wichita right. unless you like make an effort <laughs> like you <laughs> you have to like go 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 to figure it out and um so i wanted to create something that was easy for people to hear who the people in this city are and if they don't ever get to see that person at least they know that there's somebody in the city that may have gone through or experienced or felt something like them Mm -hmm. that's definitely building a connection so i love that you linked (laughs) it with that word that's literally perfect well thank you Okay, so I like your renditions of what each different art means to you. So I wanted to talk a little bit in this episode more about um, the divine feminine energy and being connected to our vulnerability. Because when you put out your art, I definitely think that that's what that is. You know, the way that you see the world is beautiful. And for you to be able to translate that into something visual for all of us to see and to let the world be a part of that. But is it scary ever to, you know, put that out there and allow people to be inside your brain, literally? (laughs) Oh, yes, yes, yes. It took me so long, so long to put out the three songs. (laughs) I put out an EP. It's called Make Believe. Mm -hmm. And um, it took me literally, I started writing um, some of the songs that are on that project in 2017 before I even came back to Wichita. So, really? Yes. The song Out of My Head, um, <laughs> I wrote in October of 2017 about a guy that I really liked. And uh, we had had a falling out or something and stopped talking. I think that it was, you know, the beginning of the end of that relationship. Mm-hmm. And it just came out. I was at work uh, where I worked at in Austin, Texas. That's where I used to live. And I was sitting there and I was just listening to different like, you know, 
instrumentals on YouTube and I stopped on that one and I was like like the first thing that just came out of my head was memories they flood my mind I can't pick up the perfect time to say I miss you because we weren't talking Mm -hmm. and it just came out in one go and I was like this is so cool (laughs) and I sent it to one of my friends I recorded like a little acapella version of it because I was like this is so dope this song is so good Mm -hmm. and then it came a time where it was like okay we'll put it out and I was like Oh no, this is no. What if people don't like it? Like this is this is my heart. Like what if people don't think I can sing that well or what if they don't think the song is good or mm-hmm. like it's I know my my like uh what would you call it? My genre, if you if you will. Mm-hmm. Or my style of music is not like the typical R and B. It's more of like there's some pop influence, there's some alt, there's some indie, there's some, you know, it's like the alternative. But it feels so good. <laughs> it feels so good. I love, love, love everything about Make Believe. Everything. Oh <laughs> Thank you. Yes. It was so hard to put that out though. Yeah. Like I had to hold myself to it. Like I think, yeah, it's on, I have on a whiteboard that says <laughs> like, I needed to put out music by my birthday this year. Mm-hmm needed to like there was no option so okay so how did you get yourself over that hump like what was the final straw to where you were like okay Paris I'm just going to do it I'm gonna jump I'm gonna do it so really hmm, there was a couple of things I had some really good friends um shout out to my friend Maurice Anthony he's a musician also Mm -hmm. and when I came back here I was going to him and recording stuff and I would record like three songs a day like a whole bunch of songs and he was like you're really good at this you can't keep coming back (laughs) re-record the same songs either he said either you're gonna do it or you're not and he had sent me this one um it was a quote from Jill Scott from the Jill Scott and um Erica Badu verses Mm -hmm. oh loved it yes Yes, yes, yes. And I think Jill Scott had said there are a lot of artists out there who have work that they're afraid to put out because they're afraid of what people will think about it. And they're only holding on to something that's no longer theirs. Like it needs to be put out. Pretty much that was her quote. And I was like, he sent, he randomly sent me that one day. And I had had a dream about him the night before. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to me about how to market my music in my dream. And then he sent me that that morning. And we don't text like frequently like that. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, it's time. Like, <laughs> it's time. I have to do this. And it was just a bunch of, okay, what's the, what, what do I need to do to prepare for this? You know, what am I afraid of? Number one, I'm afraid of what other people think. But. I'm more afraid of what I will become if I do not share what I really am, like who I am and what I have. And so even if people don't like it, that's okay. Even if it only gets three listens, that's okay because I did it. Mm -hmm. And so I did it. I made the album artwork, um, put the songs together and had, um, you know, someone mix the songs up and everything. And it was like, okay. We're gonna put all these things on. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna put them out. So yeah. But you had a really powerful um, intro. 
I think mm-hmm. in in there. Now tell tell us a little bit about that because that I literally is like an affirmation to me. You know, that's something I can listen to on repeat all day. So tell my listeners about yes. that. Yes. Okay. So I know a lot of people have heard this, especially recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a conversation between Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin. Um, and I'm not too sure what their conversation, the whole of their conversation was about. I'm pretty sure it was about, you know, blackness in America and our interactions with each other mm-hmm. um, relationally and socially and in different facets. And basically what she's saying is, you know, fake it with me, lie to me. You you lie to everybody else and you put your best foot forward with everybody else and you make them feel comfortable in your presence. You know, you smile at these people that you know don't like you. Mm-hmm. You give your all to these people who you know don't care about you. And then when you come home to me, you give me nothing. You, I get all of the negativity that you've harbored and held inside. I get that when you get home. You know, fake it with me. Make me feel special. Make me feel like I need, you know, your comfort and your mm-hmm. care. You know, why can't you do that for me? And that, <laughs> that, uh... I chose that specifically um, because the project itself is really about (laughs) everything I write, which is so funny. I was going to write a project called Songs About Boys. (laughs) (laughs) Songs About Boys. Uh, They always got some mess going on. They do. (laughs) Just, you know, they make you feel great and terrible. (laughs) And... The whole project is basically about more so like either distance from a guy in a relationship or about creating closeness. Mm-hmm. And I think it all has to come and it comes together with that idea of give me your best too, not mm-hmm. just your worst, you know. Finding that balance. Right. Yeah, so I loved it because that intro led right into, I think, is the song Grow. Mm-hmm. And it was, <laughs> it all blended just beautifully together the way that the beat dropped and everything, the <laughs> lyrics. It was beautiful. And I loved, first of all, the music video was. so adorable that was cute it was urban it was like I was like I feel like a teenager again like having going through my boy drama you know (laughs) got to get my hair done I'm trying to be cute all these things it was very it was a lot of nostalgia for me um but it was a it's a beautiful song and I I love it so much because I can relate to it even as a married woman you know these are still things that we deal with going you know dealing with men and their emotions and sometimes their emotional limits right you know that cause these things and so we kind of have to step in and be the leaders and I was like you know what I love Paris just worded this beautifully you know (laughs) fake it with me yes (laughs) I cannot take all the credit for that song so I co-wrote that with um a friend I don't know if they want to be named (laughs) <laughs> I won't. I won't. But I co-wrote that with a friend. Okay. Um, and he's an amazing artist, an amazing songwriter. And so basically, what we did <laughs> is I had that beat in my little playlist of beats on mm-hmm. YouTube that I, you know, like or want to work on. And he was like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna come over and we're gonna write this song together." And I was like, "Cool." So I'm listening to the beats going through. He falls asleep. <laughs> he falls asleep, and I'm like, "You're supposed to be writing this song." And he just like wakes up and I'm like, okay, I think this is the one, this is the beat. 
and um, he's like, okay. And so I just start singing, you know, just like melodies and the, um, I don't, the, I think the first thing we came up with was, of course, the melody for the hook, because it's mm-hmm. in the beat, the, oh, what you want. And um, so I just kept singing that over and over. And then it was one thing I said, I was like, I'm searching for light trying to find the reason why and that's all i had i didn't know what else was going after that i just started making up notes and he was like that's it he said sing that again and he took that and wrote that down and picked it up and and added some other stuff and we plugged in something else that we had written together before and so it was a collaboration wow me and a guy that is dope a little behind the scenes i never would have guessed Yes, yes. That's dope. So is that a lot of how your creative process is whenever you are writing? Does it come to you sporadically or oh. you set time aside? No, that's good. Um, that's a good question. It really kind of comes to me sporadically most of the time. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, my music comes from um, like like the song Make Believe. Um, I wrote that last November. Yeah, a whole year ago. Um and that came out of me just kind of being in a weird gray area of I like this guy I don't know if he likes me back anymore he's not responding and you know everybody else around me is kind of making it a lot more murky than it should be Mm -hmm. with the situation and so it was just out of pure emotion most of my songs come from I'm feeling away I can't get past it let me write about like let me make some noises (laughs) and see what comes out i'm about to just make some noises we're gonna write a song and then i'm gonna get over it Mm -hmm. and does that usually work like once you get that release and you put it out does it feel better yeah it it absolutely does i know for sure when i wrote the song make believe i recorded it on my ipad like with my, (laughs) my apple headphones and my ipad i found the beat on youtube plugged it in um and wrote it i wrote that song in 15 minutes like like it just i was feeling so it was just pouring out of you it was just pouring out i was like okay blah 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 singing it this is how it's gonna go okay cool i was at work when i wrote that too (laughs) (laughs) and i came home got under my little i put a cover blanket over my head so it sounded like i was in a booth (laughs) recording this stuff recording on this uh little bitty microphone on my ipad and after that i felt better and whenever that feeling came back i'd literally go back and listen to make believe Mm -hmm. and be like okay this is a valid feeling this is this puts a a a word a soundtrack a feeling to what i'm feeling right now Mm -hmm. it's not something just in my head and in my heart like this is a real thing yeah and it's just like I can breathe yeah okay so earlier you mentioned the um the cover you did as an artist I figured that you would be (laughs) making the own cover for your album so I love it I think it's beautiful what does it what does it mean what's the symbolism okay oh gosh I don't know if I can say that Uh uh-oh um so there is um I, so if you saw the, the music video for the song Grow, mm-hmm. right? And I had on this like huge long pink t-shirt. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what I drew on the cover. I'm wearing that. It's a depiction of me sitting in this like empty space 
and I'm wearing that pink t-shirt. Uh-huh. So <laughs> that pink t-shirt is significant to me because it, it represents comfort. Like I love that that shirt so much, but it's also um, the shirt that I was wearing when I recorded and wrote the song Make Believe. So oh, initially, a lot of significance. Yes. So like initially I was just going to put out the song Make Believe and I was going to do a music video for that. I still want to do that video because the concept is so cool. <laughs> um, have you ever seen the the show on Netflix called You? You no, I haven't seen it. <gasps> About okay. the the crazy man that be stalking people. Yes, and that, <laughs> you're putting him in that like glass box. Uh huh. And like keeps in there because he he loves them so much that it's like you know. I just need you to be yes, here. Yes. Uh huh. So that was the concept for the video of Make Believe. It okay. Was, I was gonna. The issue was finding this big glass, this big ass glass box. I was, <laughs> how am I gonna find this? I can't build this. I can't make this. I can't do this, but I, I need this to look like this. So that was the concept. And then I ended up adding the other two songs, but that was the cover art for Make Believe initially, which was in that shirt. So that's why I wore that shirt in the music video for Grow, cause mm -hmm. it has so much significance. Wow, yeah. I love, now when I go back and I watch the video <laughs> again, I'm gonna know, like I feel like I'm in the know now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so of all the songs on the album, which is your favorite? Ooh, um, also, wait, before I answer that question, I need to give a big, big, big shout out to Troy, Troy Lamont, or um, Troy Andrews, who shot my video, because mm -hmm. he actually was like, we're going to do a video for this song, and we're going to do it, and I was like, I don't know, I'm scared. And he was like, no, <laughs> we're going to do this video, it's going to be great, just trust me. Right. So, I appreciate him so much for that. Thank you, Troy. Um. But so my favorite song from Make Believe is definitely Make Believe. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that song just, it, it's so ethereal. I like ethereal mood music. And when I first wrote that song, I was like, this is my sound. Like this is, <laughs> I found it, I found it. I'm not, I don't sound like Summer Walker. I don't sound like, you know, uh, her or like Janae, I, I, don't, I don't have to fit into those mm -hmm. kinds of things. Like, you found your lane. Yes. So I was like, this is it. Here we go. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that, that. And then of course I love the song Grow so much because it's just so, it's such a good song. It feels yeah. good. It yes. feels, but that's why I say about the entire album, everything about it feels good. So, and I am just, I love the, the sound, but it's really your words that are so touching and just make everything like, <laughs> it just makes everything feel good and heard. Like, I'm like, oh, how does Paris know what I'm feeling? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, so thank you for giving us that album. Yes. Love it so much. I'm definitely going to link it in the description so that everybody can go and check that so out so cool. and the video because it is super cool. Um, it's like, just like I said, very urban, very black girl. Everything about it yes. is like black girl magic um, and a little black boy joy because like you said, Troy did direct yes. it. He brought the vision to life. So tell everybody where all of my followers, where they can follow you and stay oh. stay up with your music and videos and everything yes so you can follow me everywhere in the internets as the paris jang t-h-e paris jang um that's on instagram twitter youtube i think on youtube i'm just paris jang 
Either way, just type in Paris Jane, you'll probably <laughs> um, And even like Tumblr on the Paris Jane. Um, Facebook, Paris Cunningham. <laughs> <laughs> the long name on Facebook. The long name. Um, and then, you know, from there I have an art page called Paris Jane Creates. Um, I also have another Instagram called Beyond Our City mm-hmm. um, for my other podcast, Beyond Wichita. And yeah, that's where you can find me or... You know, you are doing a lot of things <laughs> and doing them well. Thank Paris you. is doing a lot of things that she's doing them well. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us on the Queen X podcast. Thank you, we had a great chit chat, and we'll talk to you soon, Paris. Yes. <laughs> that was so good. I really hope that you guys took away a few gems from this episode because as promised, since you are here at the end of the episode, I have a giveaway for you. So 2020 has had its struggles much like any other phase of life, but I have so much to be grateful for. And a lot of this is because of each and every one of you listening to this episode right now. Queen X has recently reached 2,000 followers on Instagram, and we hit a major milestone in our downloads per episode as well. So our community is growing. So I wanted to say thank you for being a part of this community and for really making the Royal Tribe what it is. It's not me that makes the tribe, it's you. As a major thank you, I will be giving away some essential tools for the divine feminine journey. First up, I have an herbal smoke blend as well as a healing cup blend of herbs from Healing Merkabas. I have an anti-anxiety candle from Mind and Vibe Co. Pieces of Candakes is throwing in something for you guys. And of course, there is no such thing as a Queen X giveaway if you don't have the complete set of Queen X products. That means an ash-free thoughts journal, the brand new I Am Woman reflection journal, and our custom buttons. Who loves you? Autumn loves you, okay? All you have to do is screenshot your phone while you're listening to the podcast episode and share it with the hashtag QueenX2K. This can be in your story. This can be on your feed. Doesn't matter. Just put the hashtag QueenX2K. Like and follow each one of our giveaway sponsors and that's it. That's all you gotta do. I'm honored to be able to give back to my community in abundance like this. I really look forward to chatting with you guys on Instagram and Twitter because I have been getting better about showing up on Twitter. You can follow me at QueenXPod and don't forget to DM me or email me at hello at QueenX.co if you have any questions um, or even episode suggestions. I love you much, guys. Peace.